So while I was thinking about the fact that oftentimes, I don't know why, but women tend to pick men based off of what they perceive the man to be, which is why men can pretend to be somebody like, you know, borrow your friend's car, put on some nice clothes, some cologne, stunt like he got some money, but really he just got paid the day or just got his taxes back or whatever. So he got some money today, but really he lived with his mama or his best friend or something and he ain't really got no money and nothing to offer. And I started to think, well, do men do that too? Do we just look at the outside and what we want to believe that this person is? And then I thought, no, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. And this is why. So this one is for the ladies, because I feel like this might be illuminating for a few people. The reality is there are long term getting some pussy man and there are short term getting some pussy man. And this doesn't only pertain to men who are hoes or sexually, you know, notorious out here in the streets, whatever you want to call it. It also pertains to men in relationships. I think a mistake that a lot of women do is they separate men who want relationships from men who want sex, not realizing that it's really blended. It's really the same because of two things. The first and more relevant thing is that whole, you know, smash, dash, whatever, marry game we all used to play in elementary and middle school where you pick people and you go, would you have sex with this person, marry this person, or kill them, or pass, whatever. That's really how men think. A man will be completely against monogamy and meet the right girl and marry her. It has nothing to do with anything. Like, from my observation and conversations with women... Women can meet the perfect guy and still say no because they still like, no, I'm on my self-actualization journey. Women can meet the perfect guy and still be sitting there like, mm, I'm not ready right now. I'm going to keep him on the back burner. Or vice versa, can treat the worst guy, the one who gives them no love, respect and appreciation and hang on to him forever do everything and anything for this man. So, you know, there's no really rhyme or reason. Whereas with men, mainly because of our competitiveness between each other and this whole idea that once you find something that someone else can take from you, you got to lock it down. We tend to, if we find the right person, even if it's not in our season of dating, we trying to get married now. We trying to lock you down. We want you to be ours before someone else comes along and steals our opportunity. So it doesn't really matter if a man is looking for it. The truth is, it doesn't really matter what a man is looking for or what he's interested in or what he wants. It doesn't matter. Women really don't need to ask this question. I don't really know why women ask men questions at all. You don't need to ask him anything. You need to watch his behavior. 
You need to give him opportunities to spend time with you, watch his behavior, and make a decision based off of his behavior, not based off of what he says. What he says is irrelevant because that's not the way men's minds work. I might be looking for a relationship. I might be looking for a wife, but go to the club tonight and every girl I hit on, I'm trying to have sex with her today. But I thought you said you was exactly because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what a man's looking for. It matters how he feels about you specifically. Because a man who's looking for a wife isn't just going to marry you just because he's looking for a wife. He's only going to want to marry you if you impress him in all the ways he's looking to be impressed. Physically, mentally, emotionally, etc. The other reason is because the same way there are serial cheaters and there are serial sexers, you know, the guys who never want a relationship, there are also serial monogamous. That's a guy who's always in a relationship, but none of his relationships are long. Because the reality is a lot of guys who date like everything about dating. They like meeting new people. They like the beginning stages where they get to know you. They like that excitement, that energy, that spark of the beginning of the relationship. But when the relationship starts to dull out and starts to become monotonous, they lose interest. Or they just have this desire to constantly go through this. And so since they can't experience the beginning phase with you again, they go experience it with someone else. Or maybe they just have a hard time being faithful. So every time they meet a girl that they're attracted to or interested in, they have to pursue her. Sometimes this is based off of insecurity. Sometimes it's just how they were raised. There might have been some experience in their life that taught them that that's what they're supposed to do, or maybe it makes them feel better about themselves, or maybe it's what gives them pride. Maybe it's just, you know, not being able to settle and commit to anything. There's a million different reasons, but the reality is there's no difference. There's this idea in women's minds that like, oh, because he's the type to commit, that means he's a good guy and I should, no, that doesn't matter. Because there are guys who are always committed. There are guys who have never cheated. There are guys who have never had sex with someone they weren't dating, but they've also dated 50 women by the time they're 22. Because there are men who have that old school traditional mindset that I grew up with, which is that to have sex with a girl, you're supposed to be dating her. And like I said, there are some guys who love being in a relationship, but they don't love being in a relationship for a long time. There are also guys who are always in a relationship, but are in relationships with multiple women at the same time. Yeah, you're his girlfriend. But he also has two other girlfriends and a fiance <laughs> and a girl who thinks that they live together. So it doesn't, this idea of like, well, let's separate 
the men who are dating from the men who are just having sex, it makes no sense. Because you don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know what animal this is. You don't know the flavor of this Kool-Aid. You just think you do. Because you're looking from the outside going, well, in this clear container, the Kool-Aid is red. And for those of you who don't know, there's more than one flavor of red Kool-Aid. I believe the original was cherry, but if you go to the store now, there's some red ones that ain't cherry. Anyways, and so that's what women need to understand when you're dealing with men is that like men are not perceiving you based off of who you pretend to be. Men are not perceiving you even based off of what you look like on paper. They're perceiving you based off of one of multiple desires that they've chosen. So you have men who want to have sex, but they only want to have sex with you for a long period of time. But they don't want to be in a committed relationship. That's the guys who work a lot, who have careers, who are entrepreneurs, the guys who are really busy, the guys who work crazy schedules, the guys who have had bad problems in the past they're traumatized by previous relationships they've been married and now they're divorced and they don't want to be married they'll be with you for a long time but they're not going to want to date you they just want to have sex then there's the guys who want to have sex for short periods of time and or with lots of people generally that's more you're like college or right after college age because if a guy hasn't had a lot of sex, he doesn't expect that he's going to get a lot of sex. If a guy has had a lot of sex, eventually he's going to get bored of it. Because we all do. You go through a phase where you want a lot, and then you go through a phase where you're like, I'm tired of this. Then you have, like I said before, the guys who date, but they are serial daters. Because they date a lot. They date a lot of women. Sometimes they date a lot of women at the same time. Sometimes they date a lot of women separately, but they don't date for long periods of time. And then you have the guys who date long term. Now, the problem with that is you still end up having guys who date long term who might be with more than one person. That's when you get like the guy who has more than one family and the families don't know about it, but live on opposite sides of town. Or the guy who has one or two girlfriends. He's been married for 15 years, but he's been dating this girl for five years. He committed. He just don't want to commit to one person. And then obviously what most people want, which is the man who is committed to you and only you for a long period of time. Now, what I'm trying to explain to you is I know you're lazy, ladies. I know you're lazy and what you would like to do is just ask a question and the man tell you the exact truth and he know himself without a shadow of a doubt and what he said today is the truth forever and he is infallible and never makes a mistake and never does anything outside of what he told you. But let's be honest, what I just said sounds ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Get over it. You're not going to be able to ask a couple of questions and find out if this is the perfect guy for you. You're not going to be able to date this guy for three weeks. 
you probably won't even be able to date this guy for three months and know if he's the right guy or not. I would be willing to say you might not even know in three years. Unfortunately, that is the risk that you take because that is the risk of dating and marriage. You can ask as many questions as you want, but that doesn't mean it's going to tell you anything. You should ask less questions. This is why. Number one, as I said before, you need to observe. While you're talking, your eyes can't pay attention to as much. Trust me, being being a person who was in choir my entire life, I know that you have a very hard time multitasking. You can do it, but you can't observe as much with your eyes while your mouth is running. I'm not sitting over here like the manosphere saying like, women need to shut up sometime. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying while you're trying to figure out this guy, stop asking questions. Watch him. Observe him. Listen to what he's saying. Because what's going to happen is he's going to show you who he is if you don't speak. If you don't ask questions, don't ask him questions about asking questions that don't really matter. Don't be trying to figure out who he is. If you want to ask questions, ask questions about his past. Ask questions if you want to know about his past relationships. Ask questions about his childhood, about his family, about his friends. Who are they? Ask questions about what he likes to do. But trying to ask these questions to figure out if he's worth dating, if he's a good guy, don't ask anything. Wait for him to tell you. Because if you leave space for him to tell you, he will. And if he doesn't come out and tell you, giving him time will show you. Because as I say a lot, time answers all questions. That is a fact. Time answers all questions. Now, the problem is most people don't want to give any of their time because we've gotten so used to this short, immediate, you know, social media and multiple other things in our society has made our attention spans very short. So we want Tinder to be our reality. We want to be able to go on here, click a button, see every piece of information that's relevant about you swipe right, immediately match, and be able to call you and be on a date three hours from now, and after the three-hour date, be five seconds from getting married. But that's not real. And as y'all continue to say all the time, men lie. I'm not going to say that men lie about everything, but we ain't exactly forthcoming, but women also aren't exactly forthcoming. So you should understand, you got to give it time. Be observant. Stop talking and stop jumping to conclusions. I'm sorry to be the one to have to tell you, ladies, but your intuition sucks. And I'm talking to all of y'all, even the ones that are sitting up here talking about I'm an empath and all of this other stuff. Your intuition sucks. The numbers don't lie. There are way too many women who've been cheated on, played, lied to, disrespected, physically assaulted, left at the altar, left with a baby, left with multiple babies, left with the bill, kicked out of the house, 
all of this different stuff that men have done. Y'all, y'all intuition is garbage. Stop listening to your intuition. Watch the facts. Listen to reality. Observe this man. Watch him. Give him some time to show you who he really is, to show his true colors. Put him into some scenarios that's going to allow you to find out some stuff. I know y'all don't like asking your friends and family for advice. Sometimes you don't have to ask. Invite this dude to go spend some time with whoever in whatever casual situation, and they will just give you the information. You don't have to ask. You don't have to wait till you get home to call your sister, your best friend, and go, so what do you think about James? Don't worry. She going to tell you, even if she don't say nothing, but I don't like him or I don't like him for you. We, we spend too much time trying to figure things out and not enough time just letting the answers come. I just explained to you how men's motivation works. I know most people are like, so you're saying the men's motivation is just sex? First thing, pretty sure women have been saying that for generations. Second thing, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it don't get no plainer than that. I don't even understand why that's a conversation that would need to be asked. If you had that question, I'm looking at you crazy. Because what do men that are married complain about? The fact that they've been with you for three years and they ain't had sex. And I'm going to say this same advice applies to women who are in relationships and are already married. Because as I said, it takes a very long time to really know a person. So if you've already gotten into a relationship where you're constantly trying to figure this man out, you're trying to ask him questions so he might slip up and get caught doing something wrong. Or you're trying to figure out why your relationship isn't working. You're trying to fix it. Or you're unhappy and you're unsatisfied. Stop asking questions. Stop giving this man fake scenarios. If I was on a boat with you and I fell off and a pack of alligators was swimming towards me, what would you do? Don't ask him no dumb questions. Observe him. Give him time. Invite him to things. This is one thing I don't understand. I do not get it, but I do also get it that women are very traditional when it comes to letting men lead in relationships. You want him to ask you out. You want him to plan a date. All of that jazz. Fine. I don't agree with it, but I understand why you're doing it. But if he's not doing it, or he's not doing it enough, why don't you ever invite him to anything? Women have become like they imagine men are when it comes to their own activities. You go out with your friends once, twice a week. You go hang out over your homegirl's house. Y'all up here having a bottle of wine, talking shit once a week. How come you never invite him? You should invite him to some of these things that you're doing. When your friends invite you to do stuff, you should invite him. I'm not saying every time, but every once in a while. Why? Because you need to observe him in multiple different scenarios. And you need to let people who know you, who can give you an outside opinion, observe this guy. 
Because, see, you might not never notice. Because when he around you, he's on his P's and Q's. But your friend might notice him being overly flirtatious. Your friend might see him ask for some other girl's number. I told somebody yesterday, my brother is gay. It's always funny to me when I find out how many people are actually undercover. Because when they come around my brother, I start to notice how many people are uncomfortable because they're questioning themselves. Or uncomfortable because they're in the closet and they don't want nobody to know. And this has happened more than once. I'm saying bring people, bring people around people you know. Bring them to situations you go to. Why every time you you always going out doing stuff? The only time you hang out with him is when he asks you to spend some time with him. You don't never invite him to nothing. Well, you ain't never going to figure out who he is. He call you up. What you doing? Nothing at home. Okay, I'm, I'm going to come over. Is that cool? Yeah, you could come over. How come you don't never invite him over? You need to observe him. I don't get that. You also not going to win the game if you don't never invite him to nothing anyways. Think about it. How close are you with your friends who don't never invite you nowhere? Who don't never want you to do anything with them. You always got to call them. They don't ever want to do nothing. Anyways, as I always say, balance is key. This is your way to balance things out.